Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shadow. As we strive on in our annual effort to plow through the book of Leviticus as fast as we possibly can. For the second week in a row, we have a double Torah portion. Last week, we read Tazria and Mitzorah. And this week, we read Achremot and Kedoshim. The second of this week's two Parshiot Kedoshim begins with these famous words. And Adonai spoke to Moses saying, Daber el kol adat b'nei Yisrael ve'amarta alehem. Speak to the whole community of Israel and say to them, Kedoshim tihiyu. You shall be holy. Ki kadosh ani Adonai Elohechem. For I, Adonai your God, am holy. A plain sense reading of these verses is as terrifying as it is inspiring. God has already created us in God's image. God has already chosen us from among the nations to receive the Torah. And now God charges us, Kedoshim Tehiyu, you shall be holy. And why do we have to be holy? Because God is holy. Now those are some high expectations. Because holiness is a defining attribute of God, it would seem to carry a certain measure of grandiosity. One might intuit that holiness must be a quality as expansive as the heavens, lofty, limitless, unbounded. But our Torah teaches us something different. In Hebrew, the root of the word holiness is kuf dalid shin, like kadosh or kedoshim. And that root means exactly the opposite of lofty and limitless and unbounded. In fact, the root kuf dalad shin is all about boundaries. We need no look no farther than the beginning of this week's double portion to see an illustration of this. Parshat Achremot begins with God instructing Moses on the rituals of Yom Kippur. Daber el Aharon Achicha, tell Aaron your brother, that al yavo bechol eitz el hakodesh, that he is not to enter at will whenever he wants to into the holy place, the Kodesh. There's that root again, kuf, dalad, shin. Yet this time, it's not referring to God or to people. This time, it's referring to the sacred space at the heart of the tabernacle, the space that has been set apart from all others to be used only for the rituals of the holiest day of the year. According to our tradition, the quality of holiness of kuf dalad shin is defined by apartness, by separateness, by boundaries. 
In these days of social distancing, it might seem strange to talk about the relationship between boundaries and holiness, between separateness and sacredness. At first thought, the new boundaries between us, six feet, masks, Zoom, might not seem all that holy. And furthermore, just as these new boundaries have come crash, come up, others have come crashing down. Boundaries between work and home, between office and living room, between school time and screen time. Indeed, the disruption of these boundaries has been one of the most unmooring features of the past two months. So what do we do when the boundaries that have defined our lives to date have been shaken up like an etch-a-sketch? How do we bring holiness into our lives when so many lines have to be redrawn? Here, this week's Torah portion offers some guidance. Kedoshim to you, we are told, you shall be holy. And the very next verse, God says, Ish imo ve'aviv tira'u. You shall revere your mother and father. Ve'et shabtotai tishmoru. And you shall keep my Sabbaths. Notice what God doesn't say. God doesn't immediately go into build me a temple. God doesn't say bring world peace. God doesn't say cure this terrible disease. God says two things that are well within the capacity of each and every human being. Respect your parents. Take some time to rest. But that's not all. Kedoshim goes on to list numerous laws concerning the rights of the poor, fair business practices, care for strangers and elders, and myriad other ways to suffuse our daily lives with holiness. Bible scholar Tamar Kamienkowski describes this as Kedoshim's democratization of holiness. She writes that Kedoshim offers a radically new view of holiness that is dynamic and constantly shifting according to our actions in the world. But anyone can strive toward the holy through right action. When we look at it with this empowering perspective, we begin to understand that even though the boundaries that once defined our lives have so dramatically shifted, it was never those boundaries that imbued, imbued our lives with holiness. It was our choice to build and observe those boundaries. Holiness isn't something we find. Holiness is something we make, which means that standing six feet apart from each other in the grocery store is holy, which means that putting on a mask is holy, which means that celebrating Shabbat together over Zoom is holy. Holiness isn't one big thing. Holiness is a lot of little things, a lot of little things that we can actually do every day. Just things, righteous things, godly things. This Shabbat, even as the biggest boundaries of our world continue to evolve beyond recognition, may we remember that a little bit of holiness is always attainable when we choose to make it so. Shabbat Shalom.
Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Shalom, the Hamid and